This is Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Thanks to Bluebet. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet, what are you really gambling with? Assholes like you every day. Daisy Thomas. Every day. Bridge to Clyde. This moron number one? I'm trying to make a thing of giving good presents. Put moron number two on the phone. Uh, I think most people do. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you two? Everybody's working. Listen to the rush hour. Summer edition. I feel good. Ah, yes. Happy Tuesday to you, wherever you may be listening from. I'll tell you what, there is a big, big edition of the Rush Hour coming at you. Soon we speak to a couple of mates who got drafted last night. We pick 11 to the Cats and pick 12 with the Giants. It's one of the great stories. We run through the words that have been added to the Macquarie Dictionary this year. Plus, we'll discuss our list of what makes a pub a good pub. I like the sound of this. Billy Brownless on the phone to give us an in-depth rundown of everything that happened at JB's wedding. Plus, I think he's done a little bit more. A Cricket 11 style of some of the biggest names. Plus, we'll round it out with a joke from 2018 from Billy, who you will give the thumbs up or thumbs down to. And that you is you, Bridget Duclos. Oh, hello, you. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, Dave. And you, you played golf this morning. Yes. And? Uh, okay. Okay today. Putting? Very well. Golf, oh. was, golf was a real winner as usual, but as, it was a lovely day. <laughs> uh, and a very nice hello to you. Really grateful <laughs> to have been a part of that of team. That team. Um, um, but, yeah, it's the person I am now. now. Sorry, that's Sorry, like feeding back, back now, now that, that Luke's on there. there. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> so sorry about that. I got the biggest <laughs> shock of all time. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened there. Are you recording a podcast? Is that how you've ended up through this? I think so. I was about to just log in and record a um, an intro. So if I just interrupted the two, I'm so sorry about that. No, 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 there was a lot going on last night, yeah. Rudzi, so a bit of sport news, obviously. <laughs> the draft was last night, Bridge, and yeah. we, of course, spoke to Nick Watson mm-hmm. yesterday. He went pick number five to the Hawks, and he got so a little thrilled. bit emotional, the kids. So Aww. good to see. But Harley Reid, no surprises. He went to West Coast with pick one. They yep. didn't decide to split it up. So he goes over to there. Colby McKenzie went to the North Melbourne Footy Club with pick two. Yep. Jed Walter, the Suns matched a bid from North to get him up to the Suns. He'd pick three. Zane Dersma went to North with pick four. And as I said, Nick Watson was pick five. But the story of the night was the two boys that we will speak to shortly in Connor O'Sullivan and his good mate Phoenix (laughs) Gothard that went pick 11 and 12. Now, Connor was expected. Phoenix was just there as one of his mates. To support him, yeah. Not even Mm. invited to the draft. And he went pick 12 and he had to actually swap shirts with his good mate to get him up there. Such a lovely story. We'll chat to those young boys shortly. Uh, Any surprises just on that? Were there any big surprises? That was probably the biggest. He was the bolter. Sort of anywhere from 15 to 35, Phoenix was expected to go and got snaffled up at pick 12. Daniel Curtin going to the Crows was a little bit of a surprise as well. That was Mm. at pick eight or nine. Mm. Yeah, that was slightly out of nowhere. But uh, that one was the biggest story. Some cricket news. Australia has confirmed David Warner is out of the T20 series Ooh, against India. Why? Uh, he's probably had enough, wants to go home. Uh, he's been replaced by Aaron Hardy, who's an all-rounder from WA. Ah, oh, all right. Yep. There's nothing suspicious going on. <laughs> no, no, you no, don't okay. have to just... You've got a lot of cricket ahead of him yes. still, yeah. Davey. Right. Uh, no 
headlines or anything. Okay, like sorry, that. just looking for some headlines. Uh, and if you want to see someone having a bloody good time, follow at TravisHead34. No. <laughs> We're not sure if he'll be making it to the India series because he <laughs> looks like he's about three days into a Lariander. Oh. Uh, some soccer news. Uh, the Socceroos will donate a portion of their match fee to humanitarian aid when they come up against Palestine no, in so Kuwait pleased. tomorrow. Aziz Bayich had mm-hmm. this to say. Obviously, it's not nice what's happening in the world right now. And, uh, you know, we thought we'd try to play our part as uh, as players and, you know, obviously any help uh, that we can give. Good on them. I'm Good so on happy when I saw that they were playing um, Palestine. I thought, please do something. Mm. And that game was meant to be played in Gaza too. Mm. Yeah, so that's great. Nice gesture. Very pleased to hear that. Uh, now I have big, big breaking news. Big breaking news, Rebsy. Yeah, we have been punked by the Snoop Doggy Dog Rat. <laughs> I, am, I am really upset about this. Now, this is fake news. Remember I told you just, what, two he days ago that he'd given up the smoke and he had the cheek to say, Please respect my privacy at this time. Well, it appears that he has fooled everybody and instead of giving up the dope, he's given up another kind of smoke, smoke from fire pits, which is some stupid ad for Solo Stove. Ah. Well, it worked. That's good PR. It worked, didn't it? But I was sucked in and now I feel like I've spread fake news Donald Trump style. We were all sucked in. Still getting high. Doggy dog rat. All i got to say. In even more exciting news, uh, my, one of my favourite people in the whole world, Jerry Seinfeld, has just announced another show in Melbourne. And here's a good bit. It's at five o'clock. No. <laughs> a matinee. I'm mad for a matinee. Yeah, his new show is 5pm on Saturday, 22nd of June at Rod Laver. I can't imagine watching comedy at Rod Laver. It's a big, big arena. Mm. Uh, not what you'd call your intimate Do you like the comedy. five o'clock because you're home for in bed by 7.30? Yeah. Is that the... Yeah, I'm I'm turning into a matinee lover. Don't worry about that. I was cross that Paul McCartney came on so late, and he's 83. <laughs> so yeah, he's going to be there. 22nd of June, Rod Laver. 22nd of June, Rod Laver, and Sunday the 23rd, Rod Laver. So two shows to see Jerry Seinfeld. I don't know if you've seen Coffee with Comedians, but it, it really mm. is one of the the funniest shows. He is a a genius. He is a comedy genius. You two haven't watched all of Seinfeld, have you? Not all of them, but it's yeah. always on, so yeah. you always flick it on. Yeah, mm. all right, have a flick. Okay, that we will. <laughs> this is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Now, <clears throat> I told you uh, <laughs> last week that I was um, I had a new partner, mm-hmm. which has all been very lovely yes. and it's all so, going swimmingly, thanks for asking. So does this fit in the Bridge's mistake headline? <laughs> He's not the mistake. Okay. He's not the mistake. <laughs> okay, good for him. <laughs> but the mistake happened with him. So on the, um, I don't know, if, well, I'm sure you are familiar, but on the first night you actually, you know, stay together. In the, you know, stay the night, yes, sleepover. Yeah, Let's yes. call it a sleepover. Yes. Okay, yep. um, mm-hmm. He very kindly bought me a toothbrush so I could have a toothbrush there, his place. Was so very... it's getting serious. If you're leaving toothbrushes at Well, no, I wasn't just... leaving. It, it was supplied. Is that as serious as leaving? Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, there was a lovely fresh toothbrush. So mm-hmm. I very excitedly um, opened the sort of drawer in the bathroom with my new toothbrush and proceeded to put the toothpaste on. I was a bit nervous because, you know, I'm Stayed out for a while. <laughs> so I was putting on what I thought was the toothpaste on my toothbrush. When I put it in my mouth and started brushing my teeth, I realised it was deep heat oh. that I had put on the toothbrush oh. by mistake. I just grabbed a tube and I don't, not, not my house, don't mm. know what tubes 
<laughs> are available. And yep. so I literally, my mouth started to fire up. Have you ever, you oh. know what deep heat feels like? Of course. Yeah. In the mouth. The only good part of it was it was clearly old deep heat, so it didn't have quite the punch mm-hmm. of if it had been a new deep heat, but it was... I'm- I'm really struggling with getting an image out of my head from when you're talking about the sleeping over bit at the start. Mm. It's just sort of, you know, when you, well, watch, you, a, you watch a movie with your parents and something a bit awkward comes on the screen <laughs> and you, you get all awkward, you don't know where to look. My mum, your dad. Yeah, <laughs> that so, sort of material. So well, you, I, well, no, but you know. I'm, did you recover from that? Well, I thankfully, as I said, didn't have a post, but I was, I was just highly highly embarrassed because, you, you know, you're trying for everything to be, you know, all nice and perfect. <laughs> yeah. And I literally... Brushed my teeth with deep heat. Okay, Ooh. it was awful. I, I, I'm, I'm st- just recovering yes. now. Uh, they used to be a joke at footy clubs. What? They'd get your jocks and put deep heat in them, and you'd put them on after the shower. Oh, yeah, that not would, ideal. That would not. And be that fun. was fresh deep heat as well. That yeah, wasn't fresh deep heat, no good. Yes, mm. <laughs> old deep heat still. So not. you want to pose the question to the family? Well, I. When have you royally stuffed up? Unusual. Mm, unusual. Have you? You? I'm sure you have. Well, was, where do you want to start? I told Hose, it must have been the first time I filled in, I had a headache and I was staying at Natasha's house. Yes. So I went to the Oh, top so you floor, had a sleepover. Popped out a, a couple of Panadol, <laughs> took them and started feeling very sleepy. I don't. They were sleeping tablets. Oh, no. What mm. you took, you took what Two you thought were Panadol, two mm. sleeping tablets before coming on the Correct. show. Yes. Mm. And how was your performance? It was actually all right. You know when you break through the sleeping tablets like the Aussie swimmers famously did and you just end up on one? Wow. So, oh, my God. So we, you've done it. We thank the Australian swimmers for all they've done for the country yes, as well. Yes, so one triple three five three. Yes. When have you royally stuffed up? Unusual. Well, unusual. I like it. $270 worth of Kango tools and accessories up for grabs. You can't go past Kango for quality hand tools and accessories that go the distance. Kango, look for the yellow target. Give us a call. one When have you stuffed up? Unusual. <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Bridge, you are asking the question to the family. When have you stuffed up royally? Unusual because you brushed your teeth with deep heat. Yeah, that's not the first time. I've done some other strange things, but that was a that wasn't a goodie. <laughs> I think it's not the first time you've brushed your teeth with deep heat. <laughs> no, I have it's the first time I've done the deep heat, but I have brushed them with other things over the over the journey of life. Well, Daisy. you put it to the family and they have answered. So Wendy from Golden Square, what did you stuff up royally? Unusual. <laughs> I used hairspray. Under my arms instead of deodorant. Oh, yeah. And uh, I gather you you didn't have, well, was it a hairy armpit? Because it would have worked. (laughs) Well, it was very sticky and it was both arms, unfortunately. Uh, No good, no good. That's not a great start to the day. I think we've all done that at some stage. Have you? (laughs) No. (laughs) Just Just us, Wendy. Wendy. Just us. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Guy, Guy's in Moongag. Is that near Benalla? Yeah, Moongag. Moongag. How are you, Guy? Yeah, good. Yourself, guys? Yeah, we're very well, thank you. Have you uh, stuffed up royally? Unusual? Yeah, big time. First day on the job at a five-star hotel in Melbourne and trying to impress everyone, went to soak some dishes, mm-hmm. walked out of the room, and the next morning when I got to work, they asked me if I'd gone into that room. The plug was in and it flooded five rooms. Oh, oh yeah, no. Yeah, not good. Oh, Did you no. make it to day two? I did. Wow. <laughs> Seven years I was there. Oh, oh there you go. good on you. Oh, that's unfortunate. Day one guy. Yeah. Never mind. It was. Love to all in Moongag. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Near Benalla. Uh, Steve's there in Mowie. Oh, I like this. Motown Steve, how are you, buddy? 
How you going, mate? All right? Good, thank you. When have you stuffed up royally unusual? Oh, well, mate, I was a, I was a painter and decorator by trade. And, mm. um, I'm walking up and down the plank painting away, and it was stinking hot day. And One end I had a bottle of turps, at the other end a bottle of juice. Oh, no. And got to the end of the scaffold, ripped the lid off, didn't even look at what it was, and oh, sculled no. the oh. town. Oh. What did turps do to your insides? Oh, burnt me throat. Like, I had to keep going because I was on a deadline. I had to nail the job. And, yeah, 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 I coughed and spluttered for about an hour. And oh. sort of came. That's not, <laughs> a, not <laughs> ideal. I would no. have gone to the hospital. Yes, mm. but you wouldn't have had a deadline. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> not Steve. That's good commitment. God, that is. Uh, Nagambi, Dean, hello. Hello, how are we going? We're all right. What well, have thanks, you? Uh, when have you royally stuffed up unusual? I, I sort of put the old foot in the mouth with my daughter one day. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh-oh. She comes home from getting a tattoo, and she's got the two lines of Roman numerals on her leg. So she asked me what I thought of it. I said, I don't like it. It looks ridiculous. Why would you get something like that for? You're wasting your money. It's just stupid. So she's walked out the door in a half, had a curse and a swear at me, and... Mm. The missus is coming going, what did you do to your daughter? I said, well, she asked about the tattoo. I said, it looks ridiculous. I said, don't know why you wasted money on shit like that. <laughs> she goes, um, uh, did you actually ask what it is? I said, nope, got no intention of asking what it is because it looks stupid. <laughs> Half an hour later, she comes in and she goes, just for, your, just for a bit of knowledge, Dad, the top line's your date of birth and the bottom oh, line's your mother's oh, uh, mum. No. <laughs> oh, Dean. Dean, how yeah. do you come back from that? Uh, it got to be very nice to her for about five or ten years. <laughs> you, That's you a big actually, stuff up. Do you know what you years. could do? You could go and get a tattoo with her birthday. That would be really making it up. Oh, I've been very nice. Every time she gets a tattoo now, they look lovely, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh, Dean. Yeah, that's a long that's way a back ripper. from that. What about Max in Baxter? How are you, Max? Hey, guys. Um, when I was uh, real little, about three or four, I used to put random stuff I'd find lying around in my mouth, bit of a bad habit. <laughs> and one day I uh, opened up an old DVD uh, case and saw a little white puffy bowl, decided to put that in my mouth, and a hatch turned out to be a sack of spiders. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Tell me they didn't then unsack in your mouth. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know, I just found it, <sighs> so I'd put it in down on it and oh. felt a bunch of things crawling around in my mouth. Screams. Oh. Granddad came in with the asking what happened. I was just crying and yeah. Solid a couple, oh. but got most of them out. That's a nightmare. Did that stop you, Max, from putting things in your mouth? It did for a couple of weeks until <laughs> I forgot about <laughs> it. A couple of weeks. So we got Dean that's taken five to ten years to make up for oh his daughter's gosh. tattoo. Mm. And Max, who just took a couple of days off. We've got one more. We've got Steve oh. in Bendigo as well. I'm still recovering. Steve, I hope you didn't eat a sack of spiders, did you? No, I drank dishwashing liquid. <laughs> <laughs> just for the fun of it? No, I rode my bike to work as a young fella, and I got there and dishwashing liquid had been put in my um, work office in a cordial bottle. Oh. And I was hot and bothered, and I'll just smash one of them down. <laughs> I'll the glass of it, but with water, but... 
Lou Bubbles for a while. Lou Bubbles. There you go. Mm. Guys, see, I'm not the only idiot no, out there. No, there's a few. I have actually um, eaten a uh, a spoon of pal dog pal thinking it was chocolate cake, mm. which I just saw in the in right. the sink one day when I was a kid, and literally, that's, that, uh, that's not pleasant. No, no, a lot of those things are not pleasant. No. What is pleasant is prizes. So where are we headed? Well, I can't help but feel Dean needs a bit of love because he's um, offended his daughter and he's now got to suck up to her for ten years. So. Dino, we're going to send you two hundred and seventy dollars worth of Kango tools and accessories, mate. Beautiful. Thank you for that. No worries. Have we got some crack and rum? Yes. Well, who are we going? No, I'm going to give that to Steve in Maui. Oh, yes. Give him something to drink instead of the paint dinner. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> we're going to send you a Kraken gift box, mate, which features a bottle of Kraken 4, Kraken and Cola cans, and stubby holders as well. Excellent. Hey, by the way, enjoy legendary moments and legendary black spice rum this summer with Kraken gift pack voted 150 bucks. Kraken's black spice rum, discover legendary flavour today. Not far away from chatting to a couple of emerging legends Uh, whose AFL dream was realised last night. Connor O'Sullivan from the Cats and Phoenix Gothard from the Giants. Sun's out, bin's out. What are you doing, Fat? I'll have a spell. (laughs) Have a spell, Fat. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. The first round of the draft was last night and undoubtedly the story of the night was Connor O'Sullivan going with pick 11 to Geelong and his mate Phoenix got hard at pick 12 to the GWS Giants. Our next guests get to take the next step in their AFL dream after being drafted last night. With pick 11, Geelong select Connor O'Sullivan. With pick 12, the GWS Giants select Phoenix Gothard. Please welcome Connor O'Sullivan and Phoenix Gothard. Ah, congratulations, lads. How bloody good. Look at the smiles on the faces, Bridge. How are you both (laughs) feeling at the moment? Oh, couldn't be happier, to be honest, right now. It's all started um, after doing a bit of media and stuff today. It's all sort of starting to settle down. And, yeah, the feeling's sort of starting to kick in. It's been amazing. Oh. Exactly right. I'm absolutely stoked. And <laughs> I couldn't ask anyone else better that, to share this with. <laughs> oh, look, it's so lovely because you're both from Albury, both played for the Murray Bush Rangers. Pick 11, pick 12. Y- y- could you ask for anything better? Yeah, no, nah, I don't think so. Um, yeah, we were hoping, obviously, that it happened tonight. But uh, last night, sorry, but. For it to be back-to-back is obviously probably a dream come true, to be honest. Yeah, it's something special, something definitely I'll cherish forever. Phoenix, were you in the room with as much hope as your mate there, Connor, or were you sort of not sure where you were going to be taken? Yeah, definitely unsure of where I was going to be taken. I initially just came to support Connor, and then (laughs) as his name got called out, all of us, us boys are talking how good's that and, and getting around him. And then my name got called out the next pick. So it was pretty surreal in the moment. And then Connor obviously ran over and, You've probably seen what happened. You had, had to take my shirt off and take his shirt to get up there. So, yeah, it was all it all happened super fast, but, yeah, super special. So where were you thinking you'd come in, Phoenix? When, you know, in a hope, what did you think you'd be picked at? Um, yeah, so I was initially probably thinking late first round, if anything, then probably leading tomorrow if that wasn't the case. But obviously, yeah, I've had a few conversations with the Giants and yeah, got a quite a good feeling off them. And I'm just super stoked to be picked by them and, and can't wait to get into it. Have you apologised to Joel Selwood yet, Connor? For anyone who hasn't seen it, jump on the Triple M Instagram page because <laughs> you did just bail on him pretty quickly to go see your mate over there. Yeah, well, I actually have just got his number, so um, I'm going <laughs> to flick him a message and say thanks so much, but also really sorry. So, um, 
yeah, that'll be something I'll probably have to do ASAP. But um, <laughs> no, nah, it was also it was a, it was an absolute pleasure to meet him and obviously get presented my jumper by him. Um, so yeah, sort of everything happened so quick. I didn't have much time. It just showed the love though to, to leave someone a superstar like Joel mm. Selwood because of your mate. I, I just loved every bit of it. Now tell me, you two are young men, eighteen or whatever. Are you allowed to go out and celebrate? Did you do that last night before you get stuck into it? Um, yeah, I think the clubs are pretty good about just, um, obviously enjoy the moment, enjoy the night, be around your friends and family. Um, however that may, that may look may be different for certain people, but, um, yeah, definitely, um, every club will, the clubs I've, um, sort of chatted to at least were definitely open about just enjoying the night, um, focusing on sort of what you can control, spending time with the people you care about most. Cause we sort of don't know what's going to happen, um, in the next couple of weeks, months, years. When do you actually have to go and report to duty? Um, I'm, I'm going up Saturday. So heading up to Sydney Saturday. Yeah. And I'll be, yeah, I'll be at the club doing scanning on Thursday uh, or sorry, screening on Thursday and then, um, move down on Sunday. So okay. quick turnaround. So where are you going to live Phoenix? I'm worried about you leaving your home. Where are you going to live in Sydney? <laughs> um, oh, I'm not too sure, but we've got <laughs> a few of us draft boys. There'll be, yeah, a few, a few more of us obviously tonight and probably tomorrow. Um, we've all got a house together, so that'll be amazing to share that experience with, with James Leake, who obviously got drafted last night. Um, he's a great fella, so I can't wait for that as well. And pretty exciting uh, going to the team who got coach of the year. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Obviously, talking to Kingies, he seems like an awesome coach and he's going to push us, push us 100% like he's done with the boys last year. And to see the position they were in at that point and hopefully we can progress into that this year as well. And with the developing side, um, yeah, it's ever so exciting. Yeah. Don't just worry about Phoenix, though. Connor's got up and moved down to Geelong. Geelong that and is true. he's going to have the large distraction of the greatest inputter in life, Billy Brownless. Oh, my God. Insertion. Yeah. Are you scared about that? <laughs> nah, I'm all right. I think it's exciting. Um, obviously, uh, Geelong's just like a big, big country town. So moving from Albury, it shouldn't be too bad, I don't think. So I'm very excited. What about your phones? Who's been the most famous person or have you had a few of those moments? I remember back to my draft getting calls from Nathan Buckley thinking they'll prank calls. Have you had any of those moments? Um, yeah. Oh. I, I, I've, um, yeah, well, I was lucky enough to go on a FaceTime with Toby Green initially with James Lake uh, this morning. So that was yeah. pretty cool. Um, Daniel Gorinch as well has gone around me a little bit um, posted something last night. So Two superstars. He's me a follow on Instagram, which is, which is pretty cool. But, yeah, a lot of those those players that you look up to going up and take a bit of inspiration off of have followed you or message you as well. So it's pretty it's pretty cool. Yeah, I've had a few I've, I've had a few fanboy moments over the last sort of 12 hours. Um, Joel Selwood likes me photo. Um, Patrick Dangerfield, all those blokes. So, nah, it was, it was pretty awesome seeing the notification pop up. So, yeah. Um, Nah, yeah, obviously very lucky. Um, yeah, it's so special. And you're a big Jeremy Cameron fan, I believe. Is that right, Connor? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love the way he goes about his footy. Um, definitely from sort of when I do play bits and pieces in the forward line, I sort of like to take stuff from his game because I really do admire the way he goes about it. I love the way he goes about when he's off the field. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like He's a great about. character. <laughs> he sure is. And who do you, do you barrack for now before you're now Geelong and GWS? Um, well, I'll, I was a Swatties man, yep. but um, obviously now it'll be <laughs> Catters. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, nah, obviously I was at the under seven. I played in the under 17s grand final match um, in 2022 when Cats beat the Swans, actually. So, um, yeah, no, nah, a bit of, bit of, I suppose, different taste in the mouth now with um, <laughs> sort of that game. I suppose we've got to be happy for it for us now that we won it. So, um, yeah, no, nah, it's good. Yeah, and I, I was a big Blues fan, so, yeah, happy to transition now and, yeah, just happy to be at the Giants. Were you a fan of one Daisy Thomas when he played at the Blues? 
Me, yeah, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. I don't want to have a fan. I don't want to have a fanboy moment on here. But we'll keep it that. <laughs> You've referenced uh, Instagram a couple of times and likes. Honest truth. How many followers have you both gone up in the last twenty four hours? Um, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you how many exactly. Ah. Like, okay. I couldn't tell. <laughs> maybe not to the exact number, but um, nah. Um, yeah, no. Nah, it's it's awesome to see so much support. Definitely from the Geelong faithful as well. Like, um. I've got a lot of messages from just obviously people reaching out saying good luck. Um, yeah, so it's amazing to sort of see people who are actually sort of following your journey that you don't even realise. Yeah, and I'm, I'm likewise to Connor as well. I've had a lot of, a lot of messages from the playing group and support network over there at the Giants. So, yeah, I'm lucky enough to have that around me now as well. And it just seems like an awesome club. But I've also pulled through a couple a couple thousand Instagram followers <laughs> like Connor just lying. But, um, yeah, absolutely stoked. For the Cats and Giants fans out there, yeah. can you tell us a little bit of your game style and who you sort of modelled yourselves or you idolised growing up? Um, yeah, so I'm sort of key position, um, forward back. What I, I haven't really figured it out yet. Um, but I sort of like my marking, sort of work, work rate around the ground. So a bit of, um, yeah, running capacity. Um, yeah, and I think for a taller bloke, I'm, I'm not too bad below my knees. So, um, yeah, I think that sort of those stri- those strengths um, sort of, yeah, are the focal points of my game. Um, and I probably, to be honest, I wouldn't sort of compare myself to anyone in particular, but I do like to take sort of traits from, say, um, modern-day players such as Harris Andrews, Sam Taylor, those kind of real, mm-hmm. real stars of the game. So um, definitely from a backs point there, probably two. And then, like we touched on earlier, Jeremy Cameron's a big one also. Yeah, and then uh, I suppose I'm sort of a small, energetic, yeah, energetic small forward. Um, provide a bit of speed, um, bit of agility in there, and yeah, prime myself for my decision making and ability to break out of stoppage as well. So yeah. I take a lot of inspiration from players like Zach Butters and and Toby Green as well. Um, yeah, so it's just unreal to be able to bounce off those sort of players here and to be in that forward line this year and learn off. Um, yeah, the small forward stand at the Giants is something that will be super important for me in my development as well. You two are amazing. I could mm. barely speak at 18, let alone, <laughs> let alone. I mean, you're just so polished. I, I can't believe it. Now, Daisy, you need to give the boys some advice. You were a draft pick oh. number two back in 2005. How do they get the free stuff and the invites to the free, all that? I was, getting, I was about to start thinking like real serious. How do you get the free stuff? Uh, you've both got managers, I assume. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Look at how intently they're listening. Yeah. So yes. make sure they're working hard for you, not only on field with your contracts and how little of a percentage they should be taking, but also what they can do for you off field. Yes. Um, and just be careful of what you go to. You don't want to be what some of these people that go to the opening of a chip packet. Yeah, or an <laughs> just, envelope. Or an envelope. Just make sure you pick the right ones, pick the high class ones and do some serious yeah, networking, yeah. but you boys will be fine. Yeah. And the other thing is don't get too pissed if you do go to them and you're allowed to have a drink. Yeah. So behave yourself. Well, yeah. not behave you have yourself, to yeah. That's just the hard of, way or? Uh, yeah, yeah, $7,500 fine and a week suspension probably taught me that one, boys. I'm not but... sure Daisy should be your uh, role model on yeah, this Yeah, I'm one. not sure I was the one to go to, Bridget. Maybe you could pass on some motherly advice. Well, my motherly advice is just be nice young gentlemen and respect everyone you're with. Oh, that was boring. But I um, <laughs> I think you're both fabulous and, and good luck to you. Very exciting. Absolutely. I always ask this question, sorry, being the mother. Have you got girlfriends who have travelled to Geelong and Sydney? Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. So Is that about um, the girlfriend or travel? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the same. I don't have one 
at the moment, but I suppose we'll see after Sydney. <laughs> Beautifully Great said, answer. boys. Congratulations. Idea, All the very best for what's hopefully very long careers. And you're now officially part of the Rush Hour family, so you're ours forever. Well done, yeah. boys. Good on you, Connor. Nah, thank you very much. Thanks Appreciate your time. time. Thank you. Cheers. New stars of the AFL, Connor <laughs> O'Sullivan from the Geelong Football Club and Phoenix Gothard from the GWS Giants. It's the Rush Hour, Triple M. The skies are bluer. The sun is shining. The weather's warmer. If there's a pool, I'm there. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. By the way, the Boost Mobile World Supercross Grand Prix is back November 24 and 25 with two-day passes from just 69 bucks days. Get yours today at WSXChampionship.com. Is that the one BT loves? Loves Brian Taylor, fan of the Supercross. Is that the one where they go up, up on big things and... Up on big hills and do spins and all that stuff. Is that that one? I, I mean, that's yeah, the I mean, official one. definition they're running with. <laughs> if, you, if they put that on the poster now, you need credit. Is that their mission statement? Yes, it is. <laughs> I do what, know what you mean. Now, listen, just talking to those lovely young draftees. Is that what you call it, draftees? Yep. Yeah, Connor O'Sullivan and Phoenix yeah, Gotha. and, of course, that lovely Nick who we spoke to yesterday. I just Nick can't, Watson. Can't help but think what a big thing it is for them. Um, you know, one minute they're at school, playing school footy and a bit of, you know. And now, Wow. They're going into the big league. And, um, Days, I think it's just lovely to hear what that experience is like. I'm sure it's a bit different now from 2005. But what was it like the first day you stepped into the club? The funny thing is about the text messages and everyone reaching out to you. Because, as you say, one day you're just, you know, a kid from high school. And the next day you're getting text messages from those boys, Paddy Dangerfield, you know, Sal Woods, all the superstars of the competition. So that's the first thing that sort of spins you out. And I think in the first week, too, the fact that you start hanging out with these blokes, Mm. like, you don't have to idolise them. And I think for the first couple of days, you certainly do that. But in terms of what blows your mind, I remember walking into the club and seeing how many footy boots each player had. We had a, our own little room. Oh, and Neil Price, have? the uh, boots to stutterer, as Alan Dyda could call him, <laughs> uh, he had a job of cleaning all the boots. And Travis Cloak had 15 to 20 pairs in oh, his little... Wow, for, for what different weather? Different. This, I think different... he just got free ones from a sponsor, so he <laughs> oh just my God. was lapping it up. And you being a, a shoe lover, yeah. So I started getting some Adidas boots, which was nice. But then the the other stuff, the, all the gear that you get, the yeah, the, the pack suits, the track suits, yeah. mm. the pack and everything, the best. and you sort of sitting there going, right, I probably need three. But then my mates from back home will probably need three or four. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, probably eight of the t shirts and <laughs> eight of the pants. And I remember being late. Uh, not equating for the time it took to get from Williamstown across the Westgate Bridge yes, into the glass house back then. Yes. Not ideal. I remember wearing odd thongs. <laughs> and I only remember this because Paul Lecuria, every time we catch up, says, I remember you on your first day, smart ass kid come in, long blonde dreadlocks and a green and a yellow Haviana. <laughs> <laughs> so and first so, impression. And did you get into big trouble for being late? Like, no, is that no, your no, first they were, they were very... Uh, Understanding, I guess you could say. It'd be different now, though. Imagine what, what in um, how many years ago was that? You do uh, the math. I've asked you that. 18. Before. 18. I would have had to get the Malways out. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. There mm. was no chucking on your phone. There so, was the Malway. And what would it be like now? They'd be getting all the you'd think education on social media and how to you know no. be careful with your phone. And I mean, yours was in probably. Yeah. It was. I still remember people asking, like, if you're at a nightclub for photos, and they'd pull out the little cannon and the flash would go <laughs> yeah. off, and away they went back in their pocket. Yeah. There was none of this sneaky business of no iPhones and yeah. whatnot. So I think that's a good thing. But you're right, the social media side that has come into it. They have yep. to be well-versed. Yep. I've been hearing Nick yesterday talking about haters. He hadn't even played an AFL game. He and he's got been drafted. He's already no, got haters. I know. So oh, well, good it's luck a change, to, Good luck to world. all of them. And night two tonight of the draft? It will be, yes. So they can follow along and 
Make sure you listen to who Joey is comparing people to. Oh, ah. oh yeah? Yeah. Sean Burgoyne, one of the kids got compared to last night. <laughs> oh, yeah, 300. Big shoes to fill. <laughs> 400 big, games, yeah, I think. 400 games. Yeah, 400 games. He was sorted uh, out. He'll be fine. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Now, I have news. I have news. There is a very good chance that Adele has secretly married her longtime love, Rich Paul. When the rain is oh, blowing This is my favourite Adele song. Don't you love it? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're getting married. You could play this at your wedding. I'm not very musically inclined. No. Oh, clearly not. Anyway, what about this? Well, hang on. So his name's Rich Paul. His name's Rich Paul and he's, he's rich. Yeah, LeBron James's manager. Yeah, he's rich. rich. Paul. Was, yeah. So if people. you were LeBron's manager, what percent would you get? <laughs> Five. Even if you got half a percent, yeah. I mean, you're yeah. doing all right. So in answer, in answer to so the question, Paul Rich Paul, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Rich Paul is rich. Um, but the best thing is she went to see her friend Alan Carr, um, her best friend appear on the Alan Carr show, and someone shouted out, has anyone been married recently? And she said, I did. So that's, that's how a, we found out. That's how the news was broken. But I'm worried because often when people are happy, they don't do as good a music. Because all her songs, like Someone Like You, they're all painful. Mm, okay. Painful memories. Coming, yes. So we've just got to hope that Adele, now she's happy, mm. can still produce great music. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Right. So if she goes to Turd, you'll blame it on Rich Paul. She goes to what? Turd. <laughs> <laughs> Add that to my list. <laughs> Add it to the list. Um, we spoke to, of course, Connor O'Sullivan and Phoenix oh, Gothart. Lovely mm-hmm. young boys. A beautiful moment last night when his mate Connor had got drafted <laughs> and Phoenix really had yeah. no idea. This is what they had to say earlier if you missed it. Definitely unsure of where I was going to be taken. I initially just came to support Connor, and then as his name got called out, all of us us boys are talking how good's that and, and getting around him, and then my name got called out the next pick. So it was pretty surreal in the moment, and then Connor obviously ran over, and he's probably seen what happened. He had, had to take my shirt off and take his shirt and get up there. So yeah, it was all it all happened super fast, but yeah, super special. Incredible. He yeah. had to give his shirt to his mate so he got up there because he wasn't expected to be taken. Well, the boys tonight, which is the next lot, be as excited? I mean, I think anyone's just excited to get drafted, aren't they? Mm, yeah, absolutely. There'll be some that'll be a little disappointed. They wouldn't have gone last night. Yeah. But as we get through sort of pick 40, 45 tonight, I'm sure there'll be some very n- nervous and anxious lads. So we might have another couple of 18-year-olds on tomorrow because I'm loving working through these young boys. That's a phrase you may have said far too many times. <laughs> the, the story itself is brilliant, though, because as you said, Phoenix got hard oh, and got good. drafted, but Conor O'Sullivan was chatting to Joel Selwood, yeah. the greatest Geelong player Ever. and captain of all time, and he bolted away from him. Just been given Mid-sentence. the number 14, yeah. so Geelong haven't retired. It's it no, See you later. Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, and brilliant. he's had to ring him today. I think and apologise. And apologise. Yeah. Amazing. Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Now, you'll be pleased to know, Daisy, that a, a word you and Rebsy taught me this week mm, has yes. made it into <laughs> the shortlist for the Macquarie Dictionary's People's Choice Award of the Year word. Dog rat. No. <laughs> dog rat has not made it in, no. Next I'm very year. sorry. Dog rat, although one of my favourite. What does dog rat mean? It's just uh, probably a descriptive word to describe someone who you don't like very much. Oh, you're, you're both a dog, a dog and a rat. Yeah. Oh, you're a dog and a and rat. you're a dog and a rat. <laughs> okay, that's so my favourite. No, the word that has made it in is... Riz. Riz has made it in. To the, Plenty of Riz. I'd never heard of Riz, which of course means charisma, mm. which you pointed out to me. Yes. Um, I've also learnt this week that you're not allowed to call someone champ. 
No, you t- you no. Put, you and we still haven't that. gotten to the bottom of that. No, I didn't know that either. But I've got. I want to read a few of these to you to see how you, you two think you're pretty hip because you're young. Pretty hip because you... you're young. Thanks, Mum. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Grandma. <laughs> pretty I hip know. and cool. Yes, if my kids were listening, they would be going. Eh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to just read a couple. I want you to tell me if you know what they are. Okay. Right. The first one is angry water. Yeah, I know that one. What's angry water? It's like sparkling water or soda walker. Yes. Walker. You soda know angry water. water? Yes. What's angry about carbonated water? Because it's fizzy. It gets angry at you. Ah, okay. All right. Bridesmaid suburb. Would that be a suburb next to like a Turak or a Brighton? Yes. Where, where you're getting good birds from. Wow. Wow. Yeah, okay. I didn't get that one. They actually make sense when you think about mm. it. All right. What about doof stick? That'd be a doof stick. Doof stick. Doof stick. <laughs> no, no, doof stick. Doof stick. Yes. What about doof stick? The doof sticks at the festivals. Surely oh, you've seen the kids with I've those. I've seen the kids. Oh, my daughter made one. That's what that was. A, <laughs> a doof stick. <laughs> uh, we're going well here, Mum. Keep going. Uh, Bopo. Ooh, nope. Bopo. Bopo. Body positivity. Body positivity. It's more a girl's one because boys are much keener on being mean to each other, whereas we're all into being, you know, positive. Do you know what um, (laughs) crash blossom is? (laughs) Should we make some stuff up of what we think they are? (laughs) Do you know what crash blossom? No. No. It's a phrasal sentence, especially in a news headline that's ambiguous. Due to its wording. Do we know what ambiguous means? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have to go back a step or two. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. All right, I'm going to move on from Crash Blossoms. I don't get it either. This one you'll know. Mm. Cosy lives. Mm. Cost of living. Mm-hmm. So what I've worked out is that if you think about what they say, they make sense. Yeah. Except Crash Blossom yeah, or whatever that yeah, was. Yeah, and Angry Water. I suppose that makes sense. Mm. What's the one about the? Um, I saw about the Botox in the plums? Well, I wasn't mm. going to say that because I'm a lady, but oh, well, it's a real thing. Scrotox. Scrotox. Scrotox is. <laughs> Maybe um, I have the definition. <laughs> yeah, has anyone had that? Uh, not, not, not here. No. <laughs> well, apparently, it's quite the thing. It's a, a Botox preparation. We're getting a thumbs down from Zoe and Bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I have not seen it myself, and I don't know what it looks like. But I've never paid that much attention, mm. to be honest. But it is Botox of the um, your special area. That wouldn't be pleasant. I'm not sure why you'd want it. No. Well, it's for cosmetic purposes. It does reduce sweating. Okay. And I don't want to go into this anymore. <laughs> I really You've actually started. You committed now. No, you brought that up. All right, all right. Do you know what hostile architecture is? <laughs> no. Uh, God, I love people. Um, <laughs> what is hostile Where are we going architecture? It's just ridiculous. Hostile architecture <laughs> is for shared public spaces that um, that utilise design that <laughs> that discourages unwanted behaviour. <laughs> so anything that means you can't, I don't know, like drink outside at all. Mm. It's just it, <laughs> it hostile architecture. Mm. What is uh, wrong with the young? Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's wrong with the old either. Right, I've got one more for <laughs> One you. more, please. I'm going to end on this one, Dave. And if you know the answer to this, it's probably not good. Okay. <laughs> I'm just happy it's coming to an end. Yeah, but... <laughs> Quite frankly, so am I. <laughs> so the word is bore out, not bore out, bore out. What is bore out? Do either of you know what this is? No. And if I said the thoughts in my head, I'm not sure how much longer we'd be on air. Well, I'm glad you don't know it because it's a state of demotivation or dissatisfaction in one's job brought about by a lack of interesting work. So if you knew what bore out means, that means you would be bored with this show and you'd be out the door. Get it? Bore out. Very good. I think we've all learned something. Mm. Absolutely. That's it, that segment 
won't be was back. Bore out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Dog Rat was good. Nah, dog Rat was great. A champion footballer. Thomas has uploaded the biggest barrel. Teams up with Radio Royalty. Your show, but I've taken over. Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Hey, um, we had dinner the other night. We had we- dinner at, um, at a pub near me, the railway in, um, in South Melbourne, which I love. Beautiful pub. Like my lounge room. It, it is. And as we saw and as we heard when you walked in there and the lovely little waitress said, ah, oh, the street continues, you're back. So <laughs> yes. it might just be too much like a lounge room, oh, but we're thinking. I have been there a lot of late. What constitutes a pub to be a good pub? Uh, and I, it's so funny, isn't it? Because I went to a pub the other day, which I thought this is no longer a pub. I went to some awful pub somewhere and it had pokies everywhere and everything. So I've got a real thing about what makes a pub. Mm. And I, that's why I love where I, I live in South Melbourne, because they've got lots of good old pubs. I'll tell you, do you want mine first? Oh, yep, absolutely. Right. Absolute must. You've got to have a palmer. A pa- yeah, on palmer the menu. on the menu, mm. yep. A pot, clearly. That's <laughs> a pub. No pokies, I said that. You've got to have a half-decent Chardonnay. A half-decent And when Chardonnay. I say half-decent, some pubs just give you that the house. The proper $5 house. Yeah, the five-bucket Dan Murph. And that, <laughs> no good. <laughs> so for the ladies, you do need a half-decent Chardonnay. Um, you've got to have a sticky floor. <laughs> You've got to have You've it. got to have a sticky So you're floor. talking the carpet, the old school yep. carpet. If you go in in summer with your yep. pluggers on, you're yep. a chance to rip them out every yep. step you take. Yep. You've got to have oh, a Oh, that takes floor. me back. <laughs> <laughs> and I reckon you've got to have at least one spunk behind the bar. <laughs> a spunk? Yeah. So, Some of that makes you want to get another drink. Just <laughs> <laughs> So your problems with life aren't enough. You've got to go and try and chat up the spunk. That's okay. I, I don't want to chat them up. I just like to know they're there. See, I've got a few different ones. So I had a pool okay. table. Oh, gosh, agree. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I think that if you walk into anywhere and they've got a pool table front and yep. centre, yep. I think that goes tick, massive tick for mm, a pub. Totally agree. Yep. Uh, they have to have Carlton Draft on tap. So you talked about a Chardonnay. Yeah. I think regardless of who you got your sponsorships from, Carlton yep. Draft Draft is the icon. Do they beer. have to have all the um, trendy um, sort of boutique beers? Because a lot of them have those now too, don't they? See, not, not in necessary. my list. No, no, no okay. I'm, I'm not a huge rep for those. Yep. All right. There has to be and have an offering of a full range of sizes. So from a pony, a seven ounce, to oh, yeah. a pot, schooner, yeah. pint. <laughs> so as you can enjoy it. Well, there, there's nothing worse than What's the than little get, fella called? A pony. A pony. I've mm-hmm. never had a pony. Or a seven. Yeah. Yeah. Do most people have a pony? Uh, a lot of older people do, I always which wanted, is fun. always wanted a pony. But some days, I, like I love pots, yeah. but some places purely have schooners or pints now. Yeah, schooners are very um, Sydney, aren't they? Yeah. 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 I don't mind a schooner though. It's a nice size, but a pot, you got to have pots. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you have to have draft? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's, that was the one just before. No, that was Carlton draft. I'm talking about, what am I talking about? The Irish one. Guinness. 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 <laughs> Guinness. <laughs> no, no. I think if you're in Ireland, that'd probably be a pretty recce, but uh, no Guinness. Uh, and the last one, which has probably gone out a little bit, but if you see this with all those, you just go, wow, this is mine. Yeah. A jukebox. Oh, I agree. I absolutely the, agree. Some of my favourite memories of the Royal yep. Hotel in Druin growing up, 18-year-old, yep. was to, the pressure you oh, felt yeah. when you put your two bucks in for your three yes. songs mm. yes. and then you had the responsibility of the music yeah. for the whole joint. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. I, in fact, every one of those, has that's what makes we, a good pub. Do you reckon there's anyone out there that has ticked all those boxes? Um, well, mine's pretty close, my railway, except it doesn't have the jukebox. <laughs> I must get on to management. Well, um, we, are, we are putting it to the family and they can get involved okay. on the Instagram, yep. Rabsy. Yeah, absolutely. Triple M Rush Hour. Just uh, hit us up on the story there, Dace. Yeah, and let us know what makes a good pub yep. or if any a pub near you has all of those things, maybe we can check it out, Bridge. <laughs> Tomorrow? <laughs>
<laughs> tonight. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. He's flown back from Perth from the wedding of the millennium. It's our <laughs> man, Bill Brownless. You know him. Hello, world. Bill Brownless here. You love him. God, who am I? I, w- I was known for my... <laughs> and you've been missing him while he's living it up in WA. I sent him a message because you just got to check in on Bill every now and then to see if he's all right. And he said, Fats in Perth, just been down by the pool, cashy tonight. So everything is status quo. <laughs> now, he's found time in his busy schedule to join his own show. Oh, geez, I do everything on this show. <laughs> Please welcome Billy Brownless. Oh, yes. yes, welcome, Bill. Right, Billy. Thanks for uh, coming on your own show. Yeah, great to be on my own show. Thank you, Davey. Great to uh, hear from you. And Bridget, any chance you can actually work out my jokes? Do you just not get them? Hey, Billy, you've had two plastics and three woolly bullies, and I'm sorry, two of them I didn't get at all. But don't well, worry. that's not my fault. But I'm too clever, too clever or smart. <laughs> clever. Well, the good news is Nick Cody did one and he got a woolly bully as well. So, you know, it's not just you. Well, no, the problem is people don't understand the pressure you're on mm. to try and make other people laugh and, mm. and deliver it, and mm. I do that most times. Ah, well, we'll, we'll see but what not... happens at the end of three weeks. <laughs> uh, what's been happening in there? All good? Well, Billy, all good. We're having a lovely time. We're getting to know each other. We're very close, oh. and it's been fabulous. But we're missing you, of course, as of course. are the family. Mm-hmm. You're missing Jim? Missing Jim. Now, this is what we're here for. This is what we're here for. We have to ask right. you. Um, very few, very few photos have been released of this of this uh, big day, except one of you with a beer standing next to someone. Uh, ca- tell us everything. Well, no, it was, it was magnificent. Obviously, the Friday was the big wedding, and it was in a park, a beautiful grassed park, and they got <laughs> married there. A what park? A grassed park. Oh, a grass. Oh, a nice grass. grass. And they brought, like, brought a bar out so you could all drink around this bar. Yeah. But and the background was the ocean, so it was down there at Cottesloe, which was mm. magnificent. So mm. that was well done, and not a long service. That's what we liked. Yes. We like that, and uh, um, our good mate Bluey, he had a role there. Just had to deliver the ring to Jim, yeah. and guess what? It was a non-speaking role, which was bloody perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, are you aware you got papped at some point through the night? Uh, no, someone took a photo. That was the next day. So that was all good, and then we had the reception, and then that was the next day we're going to Rottnest Island, which is magnificent, by the way. And, um, yeah, I got put by, I was talking to Gil McLaughlin's uh, wife there, and I didn't even know that. Someone sent it through. There was a few big names in the room. Who got the job of being MC? Did Jim ask you for doing it or passed it on? Well, I did ask Jim. I said I'd do it for cash, a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> he knocked me back, but oh, he went no. with Gil. He went with Gil. And now let me tell you, it was fantastic. Gil... Uh, speaks very eloquently. Mm. Uh, he got all these words out. Wow. <laughs> he used a couple of words there that I had no idea what he said. <laughs> I actually asked him about one. Um, but he also, it was a bit of a roast. He roasted Jim and Good. he was it, like talking about how moisturised he looked, mm. uh, how he how he can talk. You know, he's the most moisturised, um, entitled uh, so and so, whatever, but and got no idea about um, work and all that. He talked to tradies during the day, like it was just fantastic. So he went on and on. That was lovely. And we've got and to nice. ask about the beautiful Lisa because she's oh, a gorgeous yes. girl. Did she look stunning? 
Yeah, she, it's bloody oh she did. She looks good anyway, mm. but she had this lovely dress on. I think there's a few troubles with the dress because mm. she was 42 minutes late. Ah, mm. interesting. To the wedding, yeah. which which does happen, as mm. you know, Bridge women are supposed to be a bit late. Ah. But she was 42 minutes, and I was trying to get a beer because me and Sam were sitting there trying to get a beer. Do you reckon we get, we couldn't get a beer? And <laughs> I think there was some dramas with the uh, with the frog. With the frog. Video. Uh, yeah, uh, so it was great. It was all set up beautifully. Reception next day out to Rot. Hey, have you been out to Rotness Island, any of you guys? Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? How good is it? I couldn't believe it. It yeah. was magnificent out there. Saw a quokka, got a photo with a, a quokka, which are just big rats. Um, <laughs> big dog rats. They <laughs> are. Now, yes. Billy, we've got to get your wedding 11. Wedding 11, oh, yes. but also we need to get the bottom of Mark Taylor said you were drinking soda water, which I think might be a bit of BS. But hang around, fat. We need to do it after this. Right. Triple M's rush hour has had a makeover for summer. Well, I'm just trying to trim up. Oh, I'm sore. I've been boxing, but geez, I look good. <laughs> this is the rush hour summer edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridget Quo. Billy Brownless, the oh, main yay. host of the show, has joined us fresh off JB's wedding in Perth. Right, so was there soda water consumed? Because Tubby was on yesterday and it felt like he was talking a whole lot of rubbish. It'd be remiss of us not to ask, what sort of nick was Billy Brownless in at that wedding? <laughs> <laughs> I think he was drinking soda water. <laughs> he was drinking with me, you know, and, and Billy and I together look after each other. <laughs> yes. Bill, yep. reply. Yeah, no, I wouldn't know what a soda What is a soda water? <laughs> what is a soda water? Hey, I want to know, is it true that you spent six nights at Crown, which was subsidised by a cashy on the gaming floor? <laughs> Uh, three nights were subsidised. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> the Good three nights know. over the weekend was awesome, mate. So I was happy to do a little walk through the gaming venue. <laughs> <laughs> what did the walkthrough uh, entail? Uh, no, I had, we had Q and A, which went on. There was we actually went down very well. Because uh, West Australian people love footy and they love the and they love the footy show. That's what they ask you about all the time. The mm. footy show. Now, Bill, there was a lot of cricketers at JB's wedding. Yes, yes, exactly. So could you put together a first 11 for the Rush Hour family of cricketers that were at JB's wedding? Actually, I don't think there was a normal person at the wedding. <laughs> Except for your good self. Yeah, no, because they, they were all something, you know. So here is Jim's wedding 11. Mm -hmm. So Tubby, the great man Tubby, and... By the way, we'll drink in bourbon and coke, Cubby and all. So, yeah, we're going back to the old bourbon and coke. Yes. <laughs> so Tubby and Stumpy Laird was there. Mm. Remember the great Stumpy Laird? He's only a little fella, but he opened, they opened the batting. JL was there, of course, uh, good mates with uh, Justin Langer. Yeah. Then the uh, non-speaking role, Greg Blewett, so he <laughs> comes in. Yeah. Buff Lehman, I was on the, I was in a shout with him on the, <laughs> at Rottenness Island. He said, oh, Buff, don't worry about that. <laughs> so, uh, then we'll bring Jim in. He comes in there. Mm. You need a good uh, wicket keeper, so Gilly. Gilly was there. Yeah. Gilly, Gilly, Gilly. Ian Brayshaw, I'm putting in Jim's uh, wedding 11 because he did take 10, ten wickets one day uh, all to himself. Mm. Brendan Julian, good-looking oh, man. Good-looking man, good very. Man. Dennis Lilly, what a legend. He was there. And I reckon nearly everyone in the room went over and said, G'day, Dennis, how you going? Had a chat to me, whatever. Great to see DK there. And the captain, you need a good all-rounder, someone who can bat anywhere down that line, could bowl a bit of spin if need be. <laughs> 
Phil Brown. I see you. Oh, <laughs> you're the captain. <laughs> <laughs> that is a pretty impressive 11, that a wedding 11. Odd. Was anyone not there, Bill, who should well, have been? Uh, oh, uh, Ricky Ponning, but he was obviously over at um, India. He's in India. Did Beefy so, make it? Eh? Did Beefy make it? No, I didn't see the beef. I don't know what happened to the beef because when they get on the phone, when we interview him, he sounds like they're best mates and go way, way back generations. But I didn't see the beef. So, um, no, that, but it was a, oh, oh, it was a who's who. Well, who, who, who took my spot is what I want to know, Bill, because you know that I was willing to, you know, do things. Well, you weren't. To get no, you there. weren't. Well, I was. The plus one. Yeah. Um, no, no one. I just uh, went on my own, which is there wasn't too many single blokes. Normally... You know, Damo or someone like that, um, uh, but he had his lovely wife there. So. He's got a nice beard now, Damo. I know. He has got the beard. Bloody mm. he's got the beard. He thinks, and he had all the glasses. Just seen Jim. He thought he was Tom Cruise on Sunday at Rottnest Island. He had the Tom Cruise glasses on and uh. car- a pink jacket on and carrying on. <laughs> uh, anyway, good wedding. Oh, we all had good fun. It was beautifully done by Lisa. And Perth's a good spot. It was too far away. <laughs> so you've been away for a week and a half since you've been on air. You're back yeah. on the radio now. What are you going to do for the rest of your time? It's a very good call. I've got a lunch tomorrow, which could be a long lunch, <laughs> as I say. Uh, and then I'll go back to G-Town and just see what's happening there, my friend. Uh, interesting. And then, and then I've got to organise the kids. I'm taking them to New York for Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's nice yeah. of fat, isn't it? Fantastic. That's <laughs> good I'm good fat. Drop in. I'll drop in now. I need to do some printing, so I'll come in tomorrow. I think he's coming to the work Christmas party on Friday night. Oh. Yeah, so I'll have a beer with you there, okay? Right. <laughs> Are you across your draftees before we let you go? My draft, uh, Carlton draft. <laughs> That'll do, mate. Brilliant as ever. <laughs> oh, Billy, we miss you. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. The show rolls on tomorrow, Bridge. Have a go at this. Sam from the Rubens ahead of Mushroom 50. He got Riz? He's got a lot of Riz. Oh, yay. Of course, it will be the Hump Day quiz, so you have to step back into your role as the Hump Mistress. <laughs> so, I'm very happy to be the Hump Mistress unless you'd like to be Hump Master. Some very good prizes to give away, plus we'll round it out with a joke. And yep. today? And also, Mick Malloy tomorrow. <laughs> Yes, front bar end of year special. Oh, nice. Right, well, we'll have Very him. Very nice. Is he going to tell the joke for later in the week or have we got someone else? No, we've got Limo this week. Oh, boy. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, just saying, Bill's just said it's apparently my fault about the joke, that mm. I'm not understanding. No, it. it's not. His jokes are poor, <laughs> yeah. of poor quality and thank taste you. most yes. of the time. No, good. Thank you. Well, this one's from 2018, so let's see how that goes. Okay. <laughs> End the day with a laugh. Um, I have a joke. This is Billy's joke. Apparently, clocks go back in October, Jim. You understand? Yes. Clocks go back in October. Daylight saving. Yeah, well, I'm stuffed. I can't remember where I got mine from. Oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. No. I'll give you another one. That's a Monday. (laughs) I'd like to thank my – this is a kid the other day I was listening to who won an award, Jim, best Mm -hmm. and fairest. He got up and he said, I'd like to thank my legs for supporting me. My arms for always being by my side, and my fingers, I could always count on them. Oh, no. <laughs> Those are two absolutely pox. Plastic. Oh, I love them. I love them. I get them. I love them. They're simple. They're funny. Well delivered. Have you been Go day drinking again. <laughs> you come from that pub we, we spoke go. about. There we go. Oh. Go, Billy. You're back. Oh, that's. Nah.
it was that poor, he immediately went with another, <laughs> another one. one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 still pissed off his part. He was the king of the Geelong. <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet. Download the app for iPhone and Android. What are you really gambling with?